I want to tell you about a podcast you should check out. It's called Understood Explains. This season of the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert Juliana Urtube, and it's all about how to navigate individual education plans, also known as IEPs. The latest season of Understood Explains covers topics like how to tell if your child needs an IEP and it busts common myths about special education. As a parent myself of a child who's had an IEP since kindergarten and he's now a 10th grader, I know how confusing, overwhelming, frustrating, sometimes daunting the whole process can be. I checked out an episode of Understood Explains called The Difference Between IEPs and 504 Plans. And what I love about it is how easily Juliana explains everything. She answers common questions that probably every parent or caregiver has. She dispels myths and is concise and to the point. To listen to Understood Explains, search for Understood Explains in your podcast app. That's Understood Explains. And there's a direct link in the show notes if you need it. You're listening to Make Some Noise Minisode number 524. Welcome to Make Some Noise Podcast, your guide for strategies, tools, and insights to empower yourself. I'm your host, Andrea Owen, global speaker, entrepreneur, life coach since 2007, and author of three books that have been translated into 18 languages and are available in 22 countries. Each week, I'll bring you a guest or a lesson that will help you maximize unshakable confidence, master resilience, and make some noise in your life. You ready? Let's go. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the podcast. I am so glad that you are here and that you have chosen to spend your time with me today. And it's a good one, if I do say so myself. I love making these mini-sodes. They're fun, they're fast, they're fresh and easy. (laughs) Sounds like a sandwich place, (laughs) but it's not. I'm not serving up fresh subs, but I am serving up, speaking of sandwiches, I, and I had, this was not pun intended, given the subject of today's mini-sode, what to do when life hands you a shit sandwich, which is going to happen inevitably. It's going to happen many times in your life. We've all been there. And I wanted to give you kind of a 10 bullet points type of thing, just reminders, just reminders to get yourself through it. And hey, if you like these types of episodes and you haven't done so already, I have a secret private podcast series It's only three episodes long, and it is, you know, my quintessential life purpose, if you will. If if I have, if this is it, I I don't know, maybe. But it's three motivational episodes for three different places in your life. If you are someone who is kicking ass and taking names currently, the third episode is for you. If you are someone who sometimes kicks ass, sometimes doesn't which I think is probably most of us. But if you're in that place where you're inconsistent, there is a podcast episode for you. And then if you are in a place where you just, you need a pep talk, that's the very first one. So if you head over to andreaowen.com slash free, you just sign up, the link gets delivered. Again, this is not on my main podcast feed. This is special for you guys. Private secret. All right. Uh, Let's get into it. Here are 10 ways to help yourself maneuver 
into a better place if you are feeling super stuck and you have been handed an absolute shit sandwich. They're in no particular order. So the first one is to be present and acknowledge your feelings. I think some of what keeps us stuck is resisting, feeling like we shouldn't be upset about something, feeling like we should be going through something faster, being just in that place of not acknowledging how difficult it is. We've I've talked a decent amount over here. And if you go back to, I believe it's like February, March of 2022, I had probably 10 or more experts in a row, different kinds of therapists and experts talking about therapizing, basically. And there's a lot in there about somatic stuff, like how to feel your feelings, all of that good stuff. But just taking deep breaths, acknowledging where you are, allowing yourself to feel whatever it is that you are feeling. That's one way to to help yourself digest and move through whatever is happening. And I have to, the second one, I have to mention what it feels cliche in this industry, in these parts of town, and that is the (laughs) self-care that is specifically the basics, moving your body, making sure you are getting enough sleep. I've had several days in a row of not getting enough sleep. I've been waking up in the middle of the night and being awake for an hour or more, multiple times sometimes. Ooh, thank you, perimenopause. And last night I went to bed at nine and got eight plus hours of sleep and it was glorious. I feel like a new human being this morning. It matters so much. If you can meditate, if you can be out with nature, if you can dance, whatever it is that helps you feel grounded, do that. These are the basics. Drink enough water. Drink enough water. The third step when life has handed you an absolute shit sandwich and you're looking at ways around the solution, maybe it's not something like where you know, you've know you lost someone, maybe it's you have been laid off from your job and you need to find a new one, and the whole task feels insurmountable. Break down the problem and the solution into smaller, more manageable steps. Sometimes I forget this sometimes. Sometimes I look at the whole mountain, I'm like, how on earth am I going to move this thing? How, how am I going to climb this? And it just takes that intentional, conscious knowing of, all right, I am a human. I can do one bite at a time. What are those smaller bites? What are those smaller, more manageable steps I can take? in order to feel some momentum, in order to get through this difficult shit sandwich, as I'm going to call it for the rest of this episode. What are those things? The next one is to make a plan. This is dovetailing off the last one, but make a plan to set these achievable goals. So if Let's take that same example. You have been laid off, or maybe you left the job because you couldn't stand it anymore. You threw all the papers in the air and said, I quit and left. And you've broken down the problem and solution into smaller steps. What is the plan for achieving these goals? Are you going to spend X amount of hours a day looking for new jobs, sending your resume out, following up? whatever it is. And those are those are several different steps that I mentioned. Maybe on, on your list is email 
10 people that I know and let them know that I am actively looking for a job, ask them if they know anything in their particular company or even in their interest. Break it down, put it on a list, make tasks. I use Google Tasks, it's my favorite. Whatever it is how you like to do it, to plan, intentionally plan and set small achievable goals, things that you can cross off a list and feel good about. The next one is one of my faves. I have talked about it a hundred million billion times, and that is seeking out support from friends or family. And this has to be the right friends and family. This might might not necessarily be people that you have brunch with and are sort of your surface level friends. They are fantastic. We love them, but it might not be the right people to reach out for support with for this. And when I'm ta- when I'm talking about support in terms of this, I'm not necessarily talking about support in terms of using that same example, the support of looking for a new job. That that's different. This kind of support that I'm talking about is when you are looking for someone to lay your head down on their shoulder and talk about your feelings, like how upset you are about this, to cry the deepest most guttural cry that you can muster. Who are those people that you can do that with? And this might be a therapist. You know how much I encourage you guys to go to therapy. Whatever it is that you're going through when you've this, whatever this shit sandwich is that you've been handed might need the help of a professional. There are plenty of therapists out there who specialize in grief, different kinds of life transitions that are happening. Seek them out psychologytoday.com is a great place to find those people if that's what you're looking for. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. And when we come back, I'm gonna do the rest of these points. There's definitely been times in my life where my paycheck ran out before I got paid again, and I wish I could have accessed my next paycheck a few days before I was due to get it. Well, what if I told you that can happen with Earnin? Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. You can use Earnin for anything you need to, therapy visits, rent, or even extra self-help books. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in noise under podcast when you sign up. It really helps the show. Noise under podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. All right, we're back. Number six, 
This one is kind of, no, I don't want to say that it's an optional step, but it's definitely one that is for specific types of shit sandwiches that you've been handed. And that is to focus on the positive aspects of your life and to express gratitude. And again, this is not for somebody who is in the acute, raw phase of being handed their shit sandwich. This is for someone who has gotten used to the idea that this is where you're at. Maybe not a 10 of shit sandwiches, (laughs) but it sometimes can help to be reminded of, all right, what are some great things happening in my life? I I remember when, I've, I've told this story before, when I was laying on the floor in my apartment in the fetal position when I when the guy I was dating who had faked a terminal illness to cover up his opioid addiction and I was pregnant with his child and still not divorced, divorced from my first husband who had an affair with our neighbor and got her pregnant, my life was in shambles. And I was on the floor just in dire straits. I was handed the shittiest of shit sandwiches probably I've ever been handed in my life. And I I cannot remember. I feel like it was that day, but I could be wrong. If it wasn't that day, it was just not even a week later. It was in the handful of days that followed that day. And honestly, I did it because I was so desperate for something to do that made me feel better and gave me some kind of hope. I got out a piece of paper and I wrote, I did two things. Um, and I still have this paper. On the front side, I drew a picture of what I, what I want my my life to look like. And then on the backside, I wrote 10 things that I was grateful for. And before I did the exercise, I was like, there's nothing. I'm such a loser. My life is just a complete disaster. I was so ashamed of where I had ended up and so sad. I was like, there's nothing great. And I was pleasantly surprised to to see that there were 10 things I could think of that I was grateful for. And they were things like I was grateful for my education. I hadn't finished my bachelor's degree, but I was like, halfway done. And I was grateful for what I had what I had accomplished so far in terms of that. I was grateful that I had people in my life that loved me and were going to lift me up and support me. I was grateful for my physical health at the time. I was a healthy young woman. And I put that down on the list. So try that. Try that if you're in the place where you think that would help. The next one is to look and maybe this is this will take a little bit of research ahead of time. I talked about this and make some noise, but understanding the difference between a growth mindset and a fixed mindset, because when you're in a fixed mindset, you feel like nothing can change, that you can't change as a person. It is how it is. And that really sets us up for staying stuck and staying in the place that we don't want to stay in. But if you can develop a growth mindset where you understand that we not only understand, but you accept that you learn from your challenges, that you can truly look at this as an AFGO, A-F-G-O, another fucking growth opportunity. And it's also a shit sandwich. Shit sandwich and AFGO. It's the AFGO type. I'm just just taking this metaphor to the next level. I will take a shit sandwich with a side of AFGO, please, server at this restaurant. Thank you very much. That life challenges bring us growth. Life challenges bring us wisdom. Are they going to suck in the meantime? Certainly. But they will help us to grow and be better humans. 
Number eight is to take time for yourself to recharge and rejuvenate. And this really coincides with number two around practicing self-care and, you know, the basics. But for this one, I'm I'm talking about more specifically what do you what do you need to do? What is uniquely yours and specific to you that helps you recharge? Is it spending time with friends? Having, you know, having brunch with your best girlfriends or spending time with your mom and your sister or whatever it is where you are around people that make you feel amazing and make you laugh and bring you joy. Or for you, is it time to yourself? to go out, just you and your dog, on a hike, on a nice day, and that's what helps you recharge. And sometimes it can feel like moving mountains just to go and do that thing because we get stuck of laying in bed and scrolling through social media or whatever it is. I want you to be really honest with yourself and, and ask, like, is this recharging me or is this keeping me stuck? Is this keeping me in this shit sandwich and making me feel terrible? What is the thing specifically to you that helps you recharge and rejuvenate? Okay, that's number eight. Number nine, and this is also kind of like the keeping a growth mindset, or sorry, no, this is more so like the um, focus on the positive aspects of your life and express gratitude. Number nine is to stay positive as much as possible and maintain specifically a hopeful, outlook for the future. So for example, you know, you know, I've, I've come to realize, I think as most of you probably have too, is that it's not necessarily that things are going to be okay, <laughs> that everything's going to be okay. Sometimes I say that and more specifically what I mean is, you know, things are going to suck sometimes. Like I can never guarantee you that things are going to go well. I can never guarantee you that when you jump, the net will appear. Sometimes it's really, really going to suck. But I also think it's important to maintain a hopeful outlook for the future. At the same time that many things are going to suck, I truly believe that many more things, what's going to trump that a thousand percent are the joyful things, are the positive things, are the celebrations, are the successes and wins that you are going to have in your future. Those are all also coming. But as humans, we have a negativity bias. We tend to focus on the negative things. We tend to worry and have anxiety and future trip about hard shit sandwiches that haven't happened yet and that might not actually happen. But again, as part of our coping mechanism, as part of the thing in our brain that protects us and helps us prepare for challenges (laughs) that keeps us alive, I often am like, I am grateful for that part of my brain that keeps us, that keeps me alive and is, has that negativity bias with like plastered smile on my face. And also trying my best to stay positive and maintain and also think about the amazing positive things that are coming my way. Stay positive as much as possible and maintain a hopeful outlook for the future. But also, I do not ever want to dismiss someone's pain. 
it, it, I feel like that's insulting and uh, just also just shitty. So all, it's all of those things. It's a paradox. And the last thing of, of what to do when things get hard and challenging is that, and this is going to sound so cliche, but I mean, it's cliche because it's true, is that it's never about the challenge, really. Like you don't have any control of that. You don't. We're all going to face them. And there are, there are times in our lives where you're going to maybe have multiple shit sandwiches at once. What matters really is how you deal with it, is how you move through it. And it will be messy, of course. It will absolutely be messy. It is not linear. There is no real right or wrong way to do it. But my hope is that you can take these nine bullet points and incorporate them the next time that you feel like you are just in it. You are in the storm. You have been handed the shit sandwich and you're just holding it in your hand. It is how you deal with it. My invitation is to look at it square in the face and know that you are resourceful and that you are resilient and that this shit sandwich is going to shine the light on that and also make you more resilient and make you understand that you were you were built for this. You were built for resilience and you were built for learning and growing and evolving as you walk through this shit sandwich. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you enjoyed this. And maybe this is an episode that you keep in your back pocket or send to someone who is going through a particularly hard time. Or maybe you save it for yourself in knowing that sometime in the future, you are going to be dealing with a shit sandwich again. And know that I am cheering you on over here on the other side of the microphone. I think you're amazing. I think you're phenomenal. I love you. And remember, it's our life's journey to make ourselves better humans and our life's responsibility to make the world a better place. Bye for now. Hey everyone, thanks again so much for listening. I am currently filling up my schedule for speaking gigs for fall 2023 and winter. So if you are somebody that works for a company or owns a company where you do events, you do sales kickoffs, things like that, and you need an amazing keynote speaker, I might be your girl. So if you head on over to andreaohoen.com slash speaking, you can see more of my topics and my speaking reel. And also there's a contact page there. Even if you think that, oh, I can't afford somebody as amazing and as famous as Andrea Owen, (laughs) fill it out anyway. Let's hop on the phone. We may be able to work something out. If it is a perfect fit, I am more than happy to negotiate something that works for everyone. So andreaohoen.com slash speaking. When it comes to raising kids, there's so much to consider. Things like, what do we feed them? When do we feed them? How do they sleep? What does it look like to raise kind kids? How does their nervous system work? How do I keep myself calm? What are my triggers? There's so much that comes into play. And we are distilling all of that information for you at Voices of Your Village podcast, where we bring experts in the field of early childhood and education and psychology and across the board so that you don't have to comb the internet for information. 
you get to show up and hang out and have shame-free, judgment-free conversations and insights into what it looks like to raise kind, empathetic, emotionally intelligent humans. I'm Alyssa Blask Campbell. I have a master's degree in early childhood education. I'm a mom of two, and I am walking this journey right alongside you doing this work. Come hang out with me at Voices of Your Village, and we can dive into real conversations with actionable tips.